What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Sip Spoil for Aquaman. Yeah. We're going to spoil some stuff. So if you haven't seen Aquaman, uh, go swim elsewhere. Nope. Uh, we're going to dive right in. Yep. Uh, what do you What do you want to talk about? What are some of the specifics? Let's of- just go chronologically. It's Do quicker. your thing, man. So, yep. Uh, Arthur Curry is born of, you know, half. He's half human, half Atlantean. Uh, for some reason, apparently he's the same age as me. Did you catch that? No. 1985. And, uh, yeah, so he's 33 nice. when Jason Momoa is actually 40-something. Is so, he? Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, Jason Momoa is 40-something? Yeah, I think so. I have a lot of work he's, to do. Yeah, born in 1970-something-odd. I don't know. Anywho. Anywho. So, um, yep, uh, his mother has to return to Atlantis because uh, she was or she was Nicole betrothed mm-hmm. to the king. <clears throat> she had Arthur, a.k.a. Orin, a.k.a. Aquaman. So, <clears throat> did you know about the name Orin? Orm? O-R-I-N. Orin. Oh, Orin. Yep. No. That's his Atlantean name. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. So. He's 39, by the way. Well, that's close enough. <laughs> no. Momo yeah. is 39. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the Nicole Kidman stuff, like I said, was the stuff I connected to the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that she had to walk away to save them and then, you know, got banished or whatever. But the fact that he walks out to the end of the dock and every waits for it every single day and then she comes back at the end, like that was where I was emotionally connected to what was going on. Um, I didn't emotionally connect necessarily to the fact that they were brothers, that she was, you know, both of their moms. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it didn't, a lot of the other stuff didn't work for me, but that relationship mm-hmm. did okay. uh, for me. So then the movie uh, also has this side plot line with uh, Black Manta, which is a shame that they kind of rushed through him. I was going to say, there's not much to this plot line. To the the Black, Black Manta, Manta yeah, plot line. Exactly. I mean, it's just like Bing Bang Boom. Yeah, they set it up to where yes. potentially it could have been great. Yeah, the setup was wonderful. Yeah, but then there was just I, there just wasn't much to it. After exactly, that. and I don't like how they decided to give Black Manta his outfit. Like, if you're given Atlantean futuristic technology, right. The last thing I'm going to be doing is taking it apart and try and making it, quote-unquote, better, even though I don't know what yes. I'm doing. Yeah. He should be dead. 
Yeah. Like there's like and there's nothing in this movie that indicates that he's a super genius or something. Exactly. He's a pirate. Yeah. So I that really confused me. I yeah. was like, "Oh, all of a sudden you're an engineer who not only can build incredible we- weapons but also can do it out of technology that doesn't exist in your world?" Yeah, exactly, yeah. That makes no sense. I had a big problem with that. Yeah. Cuz that's just not how it happened. <laughs> Actually, I think in some storylines uh he is Atlantean. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um actually there's storylines where Orm is this is all pre-crisis but uh, Orm was actually full human and uh it was uh Arthur who was the full Atlantean but they still had the same mom and or uh I'm trying to uh, all this pre there's pre-crisis and post-crisis in DC where it's like pre-crisis they had like 3,000 different storylines that contradicted each other. Right. And then DC was like, okay, we're going to have a giant event. It's going to destroy everything, and we're just going to start over because we don't know how to make things flow nicely. (laughs) So, yep, they had storylines where, like, Wonder Woman was a kid when, like, Batman was, like, old and stuff, and you're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So, like, yeah, we're just going to retcon everything, start over with Crisis. Um, Anyway, that's all... Not relevant to the movie, but then uh, grows up, and he is now Aquaman. The events of Justice League are very, very, very quickly mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like you fought Steppenwolf. Yep, <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, and uh, as Mira has says, "Hey, you got to come. Your brother, he's trying to unite the seven seas to take on the world above the land because they are polluting the oceans." Really fun, interesting uh, storyline right there. I like that a lot. What the pollution one? Yeah, nah, I just I, I I don't know. I've just seen it so much. You've seen a lot of pollution. Well, so is the ocean. Aaron. Yeah, I know. It felt very happy feet to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. What do you? Okay, so besides chronologically, are there any moments that I'm like? Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the different races and stuff. Okay. Um, the idea that they're trying to. Uh, set up a war between the underwater and the overwater people. Yeah. And they're trying to do this. And in order to do this, apparently they have to unite the kingdoms to mm-hmm. be able to do it. <clears throat> and so there are these different kingdoms that he has to go to. He sets up, he makes a deal with Black Manta to take out, you know, this, or not to take out, but to send this sub their way or whatever. Yeah. And um, him and Do- Water Lundgren, <laughs> Aqua Lundgren. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought it was obvious from the beginning that that was a setup um, yeah. to to get this other group with them. Obvious isn't bad, though. No, it doesn't have to be. No, it really doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, we've talked about that before. Uh, and then they go to the next group, which is uh, the Seahorse group, right? Or I can't remember. They looked very different. I think and it might be the Mermaids next. I, I don't remember. I just remember they were like the weak ones who always wanted to talk about peace and blah, blah, blah. And uh, and he ends up like, you're weak. And he just like kills the king. And he's like, okay, girly girl, you're the ruler now. What are we yeah. going to do? Mm-hmm. Take us to war. I don't know. I thought that was all a little convenient. So your rushed. problem was the different races underneath the water or well, in just, the ocean. Well, it was just the way they handled bringing them together was just so... Uh, perfunctory and uh, like I why would maybe maybe it's just my not understanding warrior or wars or whatever because I'm such a pacifist but um, I didn't understand why 
killing the king all of a sudden would make them want to go with him like it, i feel like it would be even more like no forget you we'll we'll attack you and you can because kill they knew they want. couldn't win then atlantis is the most powerful kingdom right. under the ocean but they still don't have the power to take on the entire uh you know land so they have to unite everything, and sometimes, even though they're not powerful enough to take on the land, they can still whip every other kingdom under the ocean's butt. So it's fear-mongering to get all these other kingdoms to unite. So then they had to go to the evil shape of water people um, and <laughs> swim through them, find their way to Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Yeah, uh, which is where Nicole Kidman had been uh, found herself. Um, and so that is also where the trident was, which apparently was very sword in the stone, you know, and yeah. had to be the right person. Oh, it was to... Poseidon's trident. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, and so then he has the trident and now he looks like total golden green Aquaman with the, like, I love the, that scene, the by OG the way. Aquaman, uh, uniform then comes out and apparently because he has the trident now he can lead the creepy evil shape of water people trench the yeah the trench yeah yes um maybe this is the thing i've seen and apparently he gets to ride this creature that was protecting the trident like that's now his horse the corathan his, his yeah. yeah his giant or crap core i think it's corathan i his can't remember giant julie andrews julie he gets andrews. to ride julie yeah. andrews well let's not say that <laughs> but uh but yeah um phrasing uh so and then he comes back and interrupts the final battle between uh the form like, yeah and some other kingdom yeah and what they were doing and so then he like crab people yes the crab people yeah yeah exactly it's just a lot man it's just a lot seen, and none of it feels i've seen all these races in the comics before yeah so it wasn't jarring for me to see them on screen so i guess if I'd have come at it from your perspective, like, really? So there's mermaid people, there's trench people, well, and, there's and, crab people. And none of them felt fully realized or defined in the movie itself. Yeah. You know, there was just, there's such, I mean, lip service was given to them, but uh, for me, not not much beyond that. But I did think that battle was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he unites everybody and... In, in in the midst there somewhere they go to the Sahara to find to unlock this thing and very <clears throat> Indiana Jones ish and uh, yeah but I mean like Indiana Jones light like there's barely anything that goes on there they have this key that they already have they fall into a hole oh look there's the keyhole they put it in oh wait it doesn't work oh I guess it needs water yeah I'll use my magic power to get some of your sweat instead of you know maybe just spit on the thing yeah like you know <laughs> well they make like, the, they make a joke like that but the joke is real like you didn't yeah. have to be all like you know here's one bead of water from your and it's like yeah, yeah we could have just peed on it yeah um so or spit on it you know yeah anyways uh so and then that opens up and it basically just opens up a princess Leia you know message your um, only hope <laughs> And uh, tells them where to go for the kind of which gives is them Sicily, to go. which ensues a really fun Black Manta fight. Yes, that fight is fun, um, but again, it's it's kind of wasted. Well, it's just the whole process of what they're doing. It's like, oh, we have to look through this statue that apparently nobody has thought to you know look through in that way, or well, even though the face is hollowed out and. 
Well, I'm sure people look through, but it's not pointing to anything. Well, no, I know. There's not an I'm island just, out there or anything. I, I just mean it's it's just like, so was that statue built that way or did it erode that way? I think it was built that way. Okay. Cause That's it was, weird. Really? If it was built new that way by the Atlanteans or whoever was hiding that or King Triton or, or whatever... Wouldn't humans be like, well, this is weird. This looks like it's centuries old. But... I like how you call him King Triton. That's hilarious. <laughs> Whatever it was. Because isn't that know. the king in Little Mermaid? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's just a lot for a guy who doesn't read the comics to try to, to figure his way through. And It felt and like it's... a video game, you know, like those yeah. puzzle games, you know, you got to yeah. look through sure. this. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's a, yeah, there's a lot of Tomb Raider yeah, aspect to it. Yeah, very Tomb Raider-ish. Yeah. So, um... So amidst all this, Amber Heard uh, is joining along and partying with him, and um, eventually, in that fight, he he like crushes Manta's head basically, but he's not dead in the yeah. post scenes, which is fine. That's comic book stuff or whatever. Um, but he doesn't do anything else in the movie. No, we just see it. that he's he's alive. Maybe he's going to be the villain. For the next movie, like the next big bad. The other thing I didn't like about the the Triton stuff, or the is that what the forks are called? Trident. Tridents. Yeah. The Tridents. The Trident gum. Um, the other thing I didn't I didn't like about that was it seemed like the battles just depended on who had the more magical trident. Like the I mean, as cool as their fighting was, like it all came down to who had the you know the, the stronger trident. yeah the stronger ty- trident like. Well, it almost didn't matter that it was. Still, it, it, uh, that kind of ha- was a variable, but at the same time, you could still stab them. So the they weren't solely relying on one trident being stronger than the other. But the movie kind of sets it up that way because he loses to him when he doesn't have it, and he beats him when he does have it. Well, that one trident that he gets the the trident of Poseidon, yeah, is like one of the most powerful weapons on Earth. It can yeah. it can cut Superman. It's that strong. Yeah. So. Yeah, if that trident went up against anything, I'm sure it would bust it up just like it did in the movie. So yeah, it just seems like a you know, I don't know. It takes away agency in some ways. I think from the character's ability to conquer what he needs to conquer. But well, there was also the aspect of him fighting, you know, not in the ocean for that second battle with Orm. Mm-hmm. So that's true as well, which I liked. And they're the very, very, very last scene in this movie with him jumping out of the water, you know, and doing that pose. I'm like, that is such a wallpaper. That's the only reason why they're doing that. But we I call want, those audience applause breaks. Yeah, but I want that wallpaper because it looked cool. Uh, you know what else I have to say? The very the opening scene where he saves the submarine. You yeah. can't you can't make a submarine climb to the surface that quickly without killing everyone inside. Just depressurize like Yeah, them. their blood would just boil. Yeah. Like, he opens up that final uh, that final chamber where they all are and they're just all dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I forgot about how humans have to depressurize when yeah. they're surfacing. Um, anyways, so, yeah. yeah. I There's like some it. fun stuff. There's some fun stuff. I sure. give it that. I just wasn't in the right mindset, I think. That's a shame. I uh, definitely was. Any other anything else you want to spoil? Uh, no, not really. It's a pretty straightforward movie. Okay, here's a, here's another moment. Here's another moment I'll talk about and then okay. we'll, we'll be done sure. with uh, with this one. But it, again, it exemplifies the the humor in this movie that I just rolled my eyes at and didn't quite work. 
Um, there's a moment. I, I forget even what happens in the fight, but it's when there's a big crowd and there's like this moment where they all look at each other silent and they just go, yeah, or whatever. I think that's in the trailer too. Yeah. Just, just stupidity. It's just, it's not. You've like, never been to an MMA fight then. Huh? You've never been to an MMA fight if then. If you can show me an example of any sporting event ever where everybody's silent for two seconds and then cheers in unison, um, millions of dollars will, will be yours. Okay. That is a set, that is a completely set up cheesy way to, and the looks on their faces were just ridiculous. Like, people don't go silent, they cheer. They cheer in the moment it happens. Like it's just it's such a silly thing. I don't know. I didn't let me know if you me. let me know when you get that million dollars. I'll show you some videos. <laughs> no, I'd like to see the video. That's just not human nature. People don't do that. Yeah. So I've seen it before though in real life, not in movies. I've like people go <gasps> not to like that length of like. <gasps> right. Yeah. That's but, what I'm saying. But I've but I've seen like. <gasps> But not, yeah! sure, you've seen a single person do that or a no, couple no, people. I've seen, you've like, never seen an like, entire crowd do that at the same time. You've never heard of a collective gasp? Like, <gasps> whoa! No, I've never never seen that uh, in real life. You're not living, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> till, you've, till you've been a part of a collective gasp. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I have I've experienced a collective gasp. I, I saw the, the oxygen go out of the room in Roma. Uh, with a couple hundred people during a particular moment, but, but there, there was no cheer. There was no, there was no cheer after yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so, anything else? No, I'm excited to see it again. All right, um, I am excited for you to see it again. <laughs> All right, uh, thanks for checking out this Sif Spoil. If you want to check out the others, they should be in your feed. Yep. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.